welcome to this first attempt of me recording this monologue. So I decided that I'd update my cell phone. Now, right now, I've got an iPhone 7 Plus. It works well, but the promotions for the new iPhone 11 were really sucking me in. Being a bit of a photographer and a videographer and a teacher of communication media, the specs on the phone were just too enticing. Both the front and back cameras are 12 megapixels. There's three lenses. The battery life is supposed to be amazing. Plus, it was just another way for me to justify the three-axis gimbal that I bought for my phone. Considering that I already own two, that was a bit excessive, but that's okay. So I justified it to myself that it was okay to spend 1600 Canadian dollars after taxes on a new iPhone 11 Pro Max, 512 gigabytes. So off I went to the cell phone store with $1,600 cash in hand to lay down on my new phone. Yes, hard cash in hand, but that's a story for another day. Now, I had dropped by a different location the day before where they didn't have a phone in stock, but I had any of my questions answered that I couldn't find on the internet. The clerk also called over to another location to make sure that they had one of the phones I wanted in stock, and they did. So the next day, at the second location, while the clerk was looking up my file to make sure I was eligible for an upgrade, he started asking questions about how much data I use each month to determine what monthly plan I should go on. You see, the plans are forever changing, so you can never keep your old plan when you get a new phone. And no matter what, the new plans are always more expensive. As an aside, this was probably the fifth clerk I'd spoken to, and each one would ask me why the 512 gigabyte model. Then I would find myself having to justify the largest capacity phone as if I needed a reason to spend the money. When did sales clerks start downselling customers? So I mentioned, even though I can't figure out why, sometimes I use up more data than normal, causing me to limp through the end of a month. Then the clerk starts to explain to me how, because it's not the end of the current cycle, the provider SaskTel will prorate my data based on the number of days into the cycle. Basically, this meant even though I was below my limit for the month, I would be charged an extra $106. So to clarify with the clerk, I asked, not only will I spend $1,600 on the phone and $25 more every month for my new rate plan, they're also going to nickel and dime me for another $106. The clerk says, I am correct, except that I normally wouldn't even know about the $106 charge until I receive my next statement in about a month. Now, I made sure the clerk knew that I wasn't uh, upset with him because I know he's just quoting policies, and I appreciated that he gave me that information. But I also said that I was outraged that SaskTel would expect me to pay an extra $106, especially when it was SaskTel that decided when my upgrade date is and when my billing date is. I would insert an interview with a SaskTel person here. All right. Thank you very much, uh, that guest. Now, some of you are thinking, Scott, between the cost of the phone, the extra monthly fees, you're going to spend about $2,500 in total. So what's the big deal about another hundred bucks? Well, my cousin's wife in Chicago, who is American, calls it our Canadian sense of justice. That we feel when we are being treated unjustly, no matter how small the stakes, we Canadians just cannot let it go. Her belief is that Americans are more apt to just go with it and that every Canadian she knows will argue the point. I figure this would be a good spot to have my cousin's wife on as a guest. Thanks for joining us today, Sarah. Do you, the audience, agree with her? Do Americans accept these types of situations more readily? 
Do Canadians have a heightened sense of justice? Let me know what you think in the comments section on the website or wherever this is posted. Thanks. Have a good day. Terrible ending. Let's welcome to the show our first guest. He is a two-time survivor and host of Rob Has a Podcast, Rob Sestrino. Scott, thank you for having me. It's great to have you on the show, Rob. Now let's welcome our other guest. He is a writer for Parade Magazine and a frequent contributor to RHAP, Mike Bloom. Hi, happy to be here. Uh, I can either say you're welcome or I'm so sorry, depending on the format of these games. Uh, yeah, it's, it's nice to be an inspiration. Uh, hopefully it doesn't cause too much perspiration. Sounds good. Thanks, Mike. Now, Rob, before we get started, I was wondering, how much do you pay each month for your cellular service? Well, I have a family plan, and uh, so I have uh, between uh, my wife and myself, I feel like it's somewhere in the neighborhood of about $140 U.S. All right, and Mike, what about in New York? Yeah, it's about $100 between my wife and myself. I do remember back in the day when they used to do like a family and friends plan where you like you could get five five other people i feel like that was uh, ahead of the trend five yeah yeah i feel like that's very like ahead of the trend now that we have like everyone sharing netflix passwords and like you know uh millennials bunking together i feel like they were very much ahead on you know people getting in on each other's plans even if there's no blood relation for sure i really would like to if i could find uh the phone plan that would give me uh precisely four minutes of talk time a month i think i'd be fine <laughs> absolutely I'd be absolutely all right, then uh, for myself, spending $100 a month uh, as an individual, that it may be a bit much then, but it is Canadian dollars. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, we have uh, two, uh, two games today, and Rob, being the veteran, we're going to let you go first and pick the game that you want to do. So your choice is either Canadian or American, where you are going to American. decide. You're going to decide American. Absolutely, you are American. Wins. <laughs> uh, you're going to decide if the, um, if the celebrity's name that I mentioned is Canadian oh. or American. And the uh, um, second option is Canadian slang, just uh, defining Canadian slang in American terms. Yeah. Which one would you like to do? Uh, Let me do Canadian slang. Canadian slang. All right. Here we go. And Mike, uh, feel free to jump in whenever you want or uh, or keep score if you like that type of thing. So according to slice.ca, these are some terms that Americans uh, do not know. That's according to Mm -hmm. slice.ca, home of uh, former home of Big Brother Canada. Uh, See, we would call that slice.com in the u.s well that's mm. the first uh first that's the canadian or american that's the next game actually so let's yeah. uh <laughs> let's stick to this game first though but uh, uh so caesar what does caesar mean to you as an american hmm well it's a salad mm. it's also a haircut emperor all right um caesar dog whisperer uh but what are the canadian slang for that Hmm. Maybe it's a salad. Salad is a common answer, but in actual fact, a Caesar in uh, in Canada is a drink, an alcoholic drink. Oh. The closest uh, related one might be in a, a Bloody Mary. Uh, okay. Except that we oh, put uh, okay. yeah, vodka with what's called clamato juice. It's a particular type of juice up here in Canada made from tomato and clams. And um, then usually you get it garnished with the traditionally it's been with celery, but actually uh, often you'll get like pickled beets or pickled asparagus. And nowadays you'll actually get a whole like just an entire meal put on top of it, like shrimp and 
and oh. uh, other items yeah, will, will all of a sudden show up on the top of the string. That's very interesting. So Bloody Mary, you know, we're naming this after some sort of like ghostly apparition, you know, sleepover legend. And Canadians are like, no, 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 that's too gruesome. We're just going to go with a historical event and yes. name it after that. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's uh, that's how we were all up here, I guess. So uh, the, now the second one, a little bit yes. easier, I think. Okay. Uh, uh, Canadian tuxedo. Mm. Okay, Canadian tuxedo is a hmm haircut. Good attempt, I guess. A haircut because the uh, Caesar is also a haircut. But uh, actually, Canadian tuxedo um, is where you wear a denim jacket with your jeans. A Canadian uh, tuxedo is uh, is uh, so often uh, actually like Jay Leno often wears a Canadian yeah. tuxedo and that type of thing. Uh, number three, uh, a freezy. What is a freezy? Freezy. Um, hmm. Is that the thing when uh, you uh, sneeze and it's so cold outside that in mid-sneeze, your sneeze freezes? That does sound very Canadian. Very Canadian. Unfortunately, that's not what a freezy is. Freezy is like a, it's kind of like a popsicle, but oh, it's in a long... It's in a long, skinny, clear plastic case. Oh, it's the thing that you always cut your mouth on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You cut the top off and you suck the uh, popsicle-type material out of this uh, plastic yeah. case. Yes. Yeah. That is a... I, I didn't know that was a Canadian thing. Uh, okay, this one's got to be really easy, I'm sure. Parkade. Parkade. Yes. Uh, the place where you uh, park your car. Exactly. It's a parking garage, a parkade. Right. I didn't realize we called it something different. Congratulations. Uh, how about a hydro bill? Hydro bill. Uh, it's uh, your water bill. Close. It's your electric bill. What? what? Oh, what? Yes. Because, yes. because if you live near Niagara Falls, that you That's have you get your electricity. Power. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, what about this one? It's a sort of, uh, it's very unique to Canada. A Timbit. Timbit. Uh, that's a, a coupon for Tim Hortons. Oh, it is involving Tim Hortons, but actually it's a, it's a small circular donut that Tim Hortons sells. It's the Tim Hortons munchkin. Yes. Yeah. Munchkin. Yes, I, exactly. I thought it was a, their own uh, cryptocurrency. Yeah. Close. Well, yeah. Tim Dormer from is. Big Brother Australia started his own <laughs> cryptocurrency. Totally. How about a tap? Tap. What's a tap. Mm. Not a, a beer tap, right? You're warm. Very warm. Okay. Unlike so, the beer. Yeah. Um, so is that a... Uh, I don't know a, a, play, uh, a place where you get beer. Uh, close, you could probably get beer out of one of these, but generally, it's where we get our water from—a faucet. Right? Oh, okay. Uh, so tap we call water. it a tap. Yeah, yeah okay. tap water. Yeah, there we go. Uh-huh. How about a, a serviette? Can I get the spelling? S E R V I E T T E serviette. Serviette. Uh, that's like a, a like a waitress in training. She might give you one of these. Wow. Uh, Mike, you want to jump in on this one? Uh, I believe it's a napkin, is it not? Napkin, exactly. Uh, it's a napkin. Okay, and uh, one I'm sure you guys are going to get for sure, a toque. It's a hat. Mm-hmm. A hat, yeah, it's exactly. A, a, knitted, a knitted hat, yes. Could be yeah, a watch beanie stuff. Big Brother Canada, they wear those. For sure. How about a knapsack? Knapsack. Um, is this tricky is, or is it a backpack? It is a backpack. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Congratulations. How about, and this one I was surprised too, Eastroff. Eastroff. Uh, E-A-V-E-S-T-R-O-U-G-H, Eastroff. 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 Yeah, I think that that's a uh, type of macaroni. 
Um, unfortunately, it is a rain gutter. Rain gutter. Oh, it's a trough, yeah. And it's a trough along the eaves of your house, right? Yes. So we call it, um, this one, again, I was surprised. We call it a garburator. Garburator. Yeah, what is a garburator? Hmm. Uh, is that a garbage disposal? It is a garbage disposal. Yes, Rob. Good work. Good work. Good um, what about a Mickey? Oh, uh, also known as Jackson. Uh, <laughs> yes, also known as Jackson. Uh, I think that's uh, um, a, a drug that you put in somebody's drink. Um, well, I mean, it involves alcohol, but it's what we call a 13 ounce bottle of, of hard alcohol. Sometimes, uh, Mickey, uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> Bill Cosby didn't make his way up to Canada, so it really no. did it. Well, you know, a couple yeah. of tours, I guess, here and there. And uh, let's just do one more of this one. Uh, final one, gotch, gotch, G O T G O T C H, gotch. Uh, that's a, a drink that's uh, Gatorade and scotch. That sounds really disgusting, but actually it's uh, underwear. We call un- oh. underwear. Oh, garch. why? Garch, or gotch, sorry. Yes, I, I'm not sure why. That's, uh, you know. Because it's, uh, it's a garment for your crotch, Mike. Yeah. Oh, and, gotcha. gotcha. Exactly. Yeah. Garment for your crotch. <laughs> sounds good. Uh, we're going to skip the rest, though, because there's so many more. We can use it on another uh, segment someday. And uh, let's switch over to Mike now. He's going to play his game, and it's uh, Canadian or American. I'm going to name a Canadian or American celebrity, and you're going to tell us which one they are, Canadian or American. And to be perfectly clear, no trick questions. These people have been either born in Canada to Canadians or for some reason were temporarily displaced, born in the United, born in, say, in the United States or something, but to Canadians. And the Americans were born in America and yeah. are, are Americans. There's no tri- yes. real trick no, questions No, no, like dual, dual citizenship, Tom Laylaw deal no, where he's no. not really Canadian. Yeah. I looked at Matthew Perry, who I thought was Canadian. Turns out he's got dual citizenship because his dad was American, mom was uh, Canadian. But his dad was a host of Canadian game shows. Oh. And his mom was the uh, press secretary for the for the prime minister at one time. So, uh, so he's got a lot of American and Canadian connections. But I, so I skipped those ones, though, because that would be kind of ambiguous. So let's go with the first one and uh, see how you do. Dan Aykroyd. Oh, so I know Dan Aykroyd comes from the Second City crew, and I know they took a lot of people from Canada, but I feel like he's so affiliated with Chicago. I'm going to say American. And you are correct in the sense that he is very affiliated with Chicago, with the Blues Brothers, SNL alumni, born and raised in Ottawa, Canada. Wow. Right yes. over the border. Right over the, yeah. Well, a little bit north. Uh, Toronto would be closer. But uh, now the next one, Leslie Nielsen oh. of, uh, of course, the uh, Naked Gun film series. Surely he must be. Who? I'm going to say American. I'm going to say American again. American, uh, you think, but he was uh, actually born and raised just south of where I live. He was born and raised in Regina, Saskatchewan. Oh. His father was actually a Mountie, a Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Oh. Is that where you guys inspiration for the naked gun? I guess. I guess law enforcement. <laughs> uh, number three, Jennifer Lawrence. J-Law. J-Law. I, I do believe, because I believe she might be from the South, so I believe she's American. Very nice person. Always uh, very friendly, it seems, but is actually, uh, even though she's so nice, is American. Uh, she is from uh, <laughs> Indian Hills. American. Yeah, nicest American. And Indian Hills, uh, Kentucky. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. How about uh, the supermodel Linda Evangelista? Oh, looks like Linda Evangelista. Uh, I feel it. I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know Jack about Linda Evangelista. Frank, quite frankly, I didn't know she was either Canadian or modest, American. Mike. Um, so I am going to say, I'm going to say American. 
Why not? She is Canadian. St. Oh. Catharines, Ontario. Mm-hmm. That is just over the border from Buffalo, not very far. But uh, of course, she uh, coined the phrase, we don't get out of bed for less than 10000 a day. So that's uh, must maybe. Is that, that, is that was, another Canadian if, phrase? Yeah, if that was yes. Canadian uh, dollars, maybe it was. Isn't that much? Bed for 10000 loonies a day? <laughs> for sure. It's yeah, not as bad. It doesn't sound as you know as much exactly. when you do the Shape conversion. Rates better. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, seven thousand a day. It's more reasonable. Absolutely. Uh, so, how about Josh Demel? Oh, Josh Demel. Yes, that's, Josh Demel. That's a, yeah. Let's see. His name almost sounds like French Canadian. I'm going to say he's Canadian. You know, Josh Demel, uh, very friendly, uh, of course, but he is from Minot, North Dakota. Oh, that's oh. he's close. He's, he's close. close. By. Close. I yes, I was tricky in those ways. I tried yeah. to make uh, people close to the border. How about Rachel Bilson? Oh, that name sounds uh, so familiar. I'm she's an OC actress. Um, uh, okay, kind of short uh, brunette. Okay, I'm gonna say they would not be so uh, betraying as to not cast Americans in the OC, the tried and true American teen drama. So I'm gonna say she's American. She is American from Los Angeles, California, even though she was married to Canadian actor Hayden Christensen of Star Wars fame. I I wouldn't have guessed that he's a Canadian also. He is Canadian, yes. There's no sand in Canada, that's why. Yes, (laughs) yes. Okay, and speaking of uh, sort of uh, science fiction, I guess, uh, how about William Shatner? William Shatner, fun fact, William Shatner apparently is my third cousin. Or what? So, my, so my late grandmother says wow uh, i have no idea she has have no idea okay. i have no idea she's uh, apparently michael kane was almost my grandfather i'm a third cousin of william shatner there's a lot of hollywood familial relations to the blooms uh, all right I, I do believe he's canadian he is canadian from montreal quebec and uh yes the original captain kirk from montreal how about ryan reynolds ryan reynolds is canadian very good. Absolutely. He's from Vancouver, of course. Um, now, this one, I wasn't even sure if you know, I recognize his face all the time, but Stephen Zahn. He's from oh, oh, yeah. mostly a wimpy kid uh, series. I think. Uh, yeah, American or Canadian? He was in a bunch of like those mid-aughts like comedies, uh, yes. like, and, like just go with it. Or like, I remember there was one where he was in a desert. Uh, I feel like Steve Zahn is kooky enough to be Canadian. He is kooky enough to be Canadian, but it's from uh, Mankato, Minnesota. Oh, oh. Okay. and finally, Ron Perlman. Ooh, Hellboy himself. Hellboy, uh, Sons of Anarchy. I mean, he is so politically active that I would say he's American. He is definitely American, although he did star on Sons of Anarchy with a Canadian from my hometown here in Saskatoon, uh, Kim Coates. But, uh, but. That is all the uh, Canadian versus American celebrities that we have for today. Tony, uh, Rob and Mike, thanks for joining me. Who knows more about Canada? Mike does. Um, I'd say you're, you're probably pretty equal, equal in the, in the number you got correct. To be fair, I think the people is much easier to identify than what a word means. <laughs> you had much more of an open field in yeah. terms of answers. I had a binary choice. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, but you picked your game, uh, Rob. So I did. That's, I did. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Thanks guys for joining me and we'll talk soon. 